Let's have the conversation. 0891-104-207. Indeed, let us have that conversation here on SAFM. As we're leading the conversation, you can also WhatsApp 061-410-4107 and SMS 40938 at 150 per SMS. My name is Asanda Beda. If you've just joined us, thank you for doing that. We get to our words of wisdom section now, uh, and we're joined on the phone by Dr. John Dibane, who's author, leadership advisor, and high-performance strategist. Today's topic is it takes a village to raise a child, Dr. <laughs> Dibane. How are you doing? I'm good. And how are you? I'm good, thanks. I don't know if you heard our previous chat there about young women I being put am, under pressure I'm to have kids. Bush. I'm in the bush <laughs> somewhere in Limpopo in Zebula. I did not uh, hear Oh, the you missed out. Okay, but so, whatever you were dealing with, we yeah. should be able to say a few words about this thing. Yeah, so it takes a village to raise a child. What are we saying? The reason why I brought this, and I hope you still had the same conversations about the childless uh, brigade, is that right? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. The reason why I'm bringing this angle is because I believe that uh, for a village to be a good village to raise a child, uh, it's both the physical aspect, but also the fact that there are caring people in it. Mm. Now, uh, women who may not have children they can be contributing to this village by making it a better place, whether they because they are obsessed with careers or they are business people, etc. They make that village a better place. But on the other hand, they could also be caring people. In my personal experience, uh, I lost my mother when I was still very young, and the woman who actually took care of me, who raised me up, is in fact a childless woman. Mm. which means that the fact that a woman may not have children, it does not mean that she may not be participating in actually contributing to raising uh, children. Just like we often say that leadership is not a position, but a function. It also means that being a mother, it's really not a position, but a function. So just like a leader can be in a position of leadership, but that does not mean he's actually leading And you may find people who are not in a position of leadership, who don't have the title of CEO or MD or HOD or whatever, but they are actually leading. They are doing the work of a leader. So even a childless woman can actually do the work of a mother. And therefore, the reason why I'm bringing this aspect, it's really to say we salute all women, whether with or without children, as long as they are part of this world, making it a better world for all, they are really part of doing a great job. Mm. So I'm saying this obviously being ignorant of how you had those conversations, but I really wanted to bring it uh, in this session because I have a personal experience of having been raised by a childless woman, but yet I regard her as a mother to me. Mm. This does not just apply, I mean, in the family sense, in terms of who's your neighbor, but also we look at schools and the influence that teachers have on children. Is that part of the village? It's actually very interesting that even my uh, teacher at school, she was also childless. Uh, When I went to sub-A, you know, during those days we had sub-A. You know, the first contact I had there of a teacher was a woman who had no children, and in her case she was actually barren, so it was really not by choice not to have children, but she was actually, let's use a very painful way, infertile in that sense. Uh, So it it applies across the board. We have these women all over. Even now where I am now, I'm in a 
strategic planning session for one of the government departments, which is led by a woman uh, who is a, 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 an unmarried person, and yet uh, she's doing a great job uh, to make this world a better world for all. So we touched a bit on the emotional aspect then, which is the caring part of that village, and then the physical aspect. Uh, we, we need to just unpack that as well. I want to get to the negative aspects of what happens when the village is negative and raises the child as well, uh, what we can do to mitigate against that. 13.45 is our time. It's quarter to two here on Lifetime Live, chatting to Dr. John Tibane, author, leadership advisor, and high-performance strategist on uh, the topic of it takes a village to raise a child. So what are the some of the physical aspects to this, Dr. Tibani? Actually, interestingly, because the physicality and the emotional side or the caring side, they are really intertwined. If you look at, uh, you know, a typical village, a child that grows there in that village, you will find that most likely that child is exposed more to women than uh, the child is exposed to men. And uh, these women will together be taking care of, of that village. So, of course, there can be negativity, especially with children who are disabled in a real village. You know, traditionally, you'd find that these kids could even be locked up, you know, in a back room so that the world uh, cannot see them. And yet we know that women can actually be very caring in terms of taking care of, uh, of these people. So we can actually highlight the fact that it is women, whether with or without children, who actually stand up and take care of the children that are in that village. What are some of the negative aspects of the village then in raising a child and how we can mitigate against those, uh, um, those uh, negative aspects? I think it begins with, obviously, you know, a, a woman who does not have a child sometimes can be exposed to all kinds of, what I would say, curses, is being cursed by others. Why are you not having a child? Are you infertile? Is it your man who is infertile? Why are you even afraid if you are actually intentionally saying, I don't want uh, to bear a child? Why are you afraid of it? Don't you have feelings? Etc. Etc. So that can be so negative on this woman that the woman can begin to develop negative attitudes towards a children. And I think we really need to bring it to bear that people have got choices whether they want to have children or not. Others, it could be due to ill health. For example, in my case, my mother could not raise me up because she passed away early. But the one who took care of me, this is what she told me, I have enough in my hands uh, to have other children. You, with your siblings, already are enough. So I'm just going to give all my effort into raising you up. So you can see that there are these emotional issues that are being involved, but people make choices and we need to respect their choices and not come against them because if we come against them then they will develop negative attitudes towards children and it makes therefore a village to be not a good village to raise a child always a pleasure to chat to you here on safm dr dibane where do we find you social media your website yeah on social media i'm on twitter at dr dibane at dr dibane or just send me an email remote at ibane.co.za and we can let you know about what we are doing uh, in the country. Thank you so much and enjoy the rest of your day. God bless you. Dr. John Tibane, author, leadership advisor and high-performance strategist talking to us here on Lifetime Live on uh, SAFM. We're going to move on to our uh, children's feature, Nali Bali. We're going to take a short break, though, before we do that and then go straight to that. Stay with us here on Lifetime Live. I'm Asanda Beda.